Hello everyone, welcome again to another episode of Public Discourse. Here's your boy here again. My name is Sancho Asinto. I'm your host with our co-host, uh, Mr. Ricardo Chavez, with a podcast called Public Discourse. So today we actually have a pretty special guest. Uh, our guest uh, is uh, Claudia. She's from Poland, so we're actually in different time zones. It's pretty exciting to have our first uh, guest ever who's live from Europe. Uh, so our guest today will be Claudia. You know, she studied English studies in Poland and did a year abroad in Spain. After completing her studies and working as an English and Spanish language teacher for a while, she decided to go for yet another adventure, to be an au pair in the United States. She loves foreign languages and traveling. One of the reasons she likes living abroad in a few places is because it allows her to live and experience different culture. So we met Claudia actually when she was an au pair in the United States, and she's here to share her journey, her experiences. And here you go, ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome uh, Miss Claudia. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much uh, for this introduction. Um, I'm very excited to be a part of this episode. Um, and I hope all who listen to it will be entertained. Yes, I'm sure they will. Um, so first of all, let me just say thank you for being here. Appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to our conversation because I think it's going to be a great one. Um, so one of the things I want to start with, um, in your recent travels over the last five years, you've gone to two countries. You've come to Spain and then you've come to the U.S. Um, so what I want to know is what's been your favorite memory in Spain and what was your favorite memory in the U.S.? Oh, wow. That's a tough <laughs> question. I don't think there is like one specific memory, bro, just because it's just been a long time. I mean, it was a long time when um, I was in Spain and the same in United States. So mm -hmm. in that time span, it's like so many things happen that I cannot like pinpoint just one thing. Okay, let's switch up the, the word then. And then from favorite, let's just go uh, tell us a memorable time um, from Spain and then one from the U.S. Okay, so memorable, memorable time from Spain. Um, I think when, you know, for me living in Spain, I went there for a year abroad, right? So I, I was still in college. So it, it's really hard to pinpoint like one thing just because the whole year was like packed with like meeting new people from different countries, um, you know, different classes because every country has like their own like like study culture it's hard to explain but it's like they do they do things differently at the university as well mm -hmm. um and then obviously parties and um travels as well um um uh, i remember one time we went to portugal with like my friends um over there that i met they were from italy and um it was a really great experience we went to um lisbon and one more place that I don't remember the name of, um, but it was a great time. Um, and as far as United States, um, I was in the United States for two years and a half. So again, it's hard to like pinpoint one specific um, like moment, but, um, but I think I really liked um, going to Broadway shows in New York City. <laughs> So I would say, like, any time in New York City was my favorite time. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so you do you first of all, do you enjoy musicals? 
Yes, I love musicals. You enjoy Okay. <laughs> Well, I've gone to one musical in my entire life, and that was with uh, Sancho, actually. <laughs> Is that the only one you've seen? That's the only one I've ever seen. Oh, that's yeah. the only one I'll ever see. Uh, <laughs> what is the name again? What was uh, it? Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. Yeah. yeah. Have you? Oh, ever- Book of Mormon. I-, I haven't seen this one, but I've heard of the. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, it's incred- It's incredibly offensive and incredibly <laughs> funny. Um, if I would ever see, I I would be tempted to go watch it again. Um, but sometimes some some years down the line um but yeah no it's interesting uh it's interesting as you say new york is one of your favorite memories um and the reason i say that is i have a friend um an old friend who went to new york for the first time and she actually had a panic attack because there were so many people surrounding her and so (laughs) i'm serious um have you ever gone to us to have you ever gone to a place as densely populated as new york or was New York like one of its own? Um, well, I think New York is definitely, yeah, I would say the most populated city I've been to. Mm-hmm. However, also like if you if you say like there are different events right that happen when like many people just like for me this is more overwhelming than New York City just because even though it's a populated city, it's not like we're all in like one place congested, you know, you know what I mean? Like everybody's like walking Mm -hmm. and, you know, sitting or I don't know, just like, it's just like flows, you know, it's not like we're like standing in one place and it's a huge crowd. Like for me, that's more overwhelming than, than what New York city is. I really actually liked um, New York city in that sense, because it's like very lively. Um, and just kind of gives me energy because of that, because like there is a lot of things happening there. Like there is a person singing, another person is like playing the guitar or I don't know, just a lot is happening there, which makes things like more exciting, I guess. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, we went to New York, right, Ricardo? Yeah, we got in New York yes, a couple times. We definitely, uh, we definitely feel that. So, do you like? Do you feel that, Ricardo? Do you are you in agreement with Claudia, Claudia in that sense? Do you like that? Because I definitely know what you're saying, Claudia. Like, I, I I agree with you. I think that's as a, you know, us for me. Let me share a little bit. So, like, as a immigrant who's been in the U.S. for what 13 years now, uh, I would say the longer I stay here, the more I become more numb with it you know it's just a law of diminishing return i've seen it a million times it's like ah, it's just normal but when i was like the first time literally the first time i went to new york i was so flabbergasted i was like Dude, is that a guy playing a guitar and like the subway like is it, you know, i mean is that a guy like break dancing yeah. yeah i remember the first time i ever went to new york actually it was even before i moved here when i was a tourist in 2006 when i first moved here we were going around new york and it was just you know when you see this in the first time so actually yeah i think that that's very vibrant that's very amazing that's very exciting for me but do you feel the same ricardo when you see those kind of stuff yeah man um so i've i've always my entire life i've always thought i'm gonna live in maryland um or at least in the dmv area my entire life and then uh like over the over i say last five years i've i've changed that where i've moved to two places one colorado and the other new york and the reason for New York is exactly what Claudia was saying, where the first time I went there, I would say I got the energy. Like, I, I think that's the best way to describe it. I just I wanted to do stuff at all points. Like, I just wanted to be out. I wanted to kind of enjoy my time. 
while I was there. Um, it was less about Cassandra. You mentioned like, yo, is that a guy, you know, playing guitar or whatever? It was less about that, and it was more of a feeling that there was always something to do, um, whether it's going out to eat, going to see an art show, going to find just something to do to pass the time. I just felt like there was always something happening in New York. And like uh, Claudia said, it was incredibly vibrant. And so the first time I went there, I very seriously considered moving because I thought it was, I thought I had to be there. Um, Cause it just, it drew me in. Uh, the second time, it was a lot less cool. Um, I mean, we do have some exciting memories, some I'll never forget. Shout out to GC. Um, but it was, you know, but it wasn't as much of a thrill as the first time um, that I went there. Okay. Yeah, uh, Claudia, I actually want to know more about your where you are right now in Poland. I want to know more about your home country. Can you describe us in a general way? You know, like how is... Uh, How's life there? Like, how's the day-to-day? Is it a chill country? Is it pretty fast-paced? Uh, is it pretty, you know, kind of like here in the U.S. or New York? But is it very busy or is it more like very relaxed and country-like, you know? Like, uh, can you tell us more? Because I don't really know. And I'm pretty sure Ricardo as well. We don't really know much about it. So tell us more about uh, Poland. How is, how's life there? Um, sure. So I think it depends where in Poland you are, because, for example, if you are in Warsaw, well, I think it's pretty fast paced over there. But if you are somewhere um, in a town, in a small town or a countryside, then it's definitely a slower pace and a different type of lifestyle. So I think Poland is very like diverse in that sense that depending where you are, that lifestyle it will be different but i think probably everywhere it's like that and it's the same um i would say generally speaking it's poland is like um any european country um there is um um farm like there is farms and there is um bigger cities um and those differences i think like in every country are kind of the same where you know like um people from the countryside comparing to like city i can speak for my own town i guess yeah. which is not a big town um i would say like life here is um pretty chill like, like the, the usual like work schedule is like from eight to what, what do you call it from nine to five mm-hmm. here it's more like from eight to four or even like three (laughs) so so it's kind of funny because like some specific stores can be closed after four or three or five like it just depends on the day because it varies um but um yeah i would say it's pretty when people just um live you know day by day basically they just um yeah (laughs) okay that's pretty Actually, when you're saying that, it just I just imagined how awesome that life is, you know. I mean, like just hey, you're off by you're off by tree, right? <laughs> I think that must be fun. Uh, yeah. Just I'm just wondering, Claudia. So you you know you're born and raised there in Poland, right? And then based on your intro and what you shared with us, you you moved to Spain and then eventually in the U.S. Yeah. Like, what made you decide on that? What made you say I'm leaving Poland? I'm gonna 
see other countries. I'm going to live in other countries. Why did you do that? So for me specifically, it was I just always wanted to go out and I wanted to live abroad. Um, I think a reason being is that I really like learning um, about new cultures from the in inside. Uh, so like living in a place because, you know, when you do for a week, you won't be able to get to know the culture that well. Um, so. Yeah, I just I think I just like I just like being able to live in a place and fully grasp the the culture over there as well as the language. Um, but but yeah, for me, I just always wanted to to go abroad. I just always wanted to travel. Um, it, it was just always somewhere inside of me. So when I went for studies, when I went to college, um, that was one of the things that was like my goal to to just go and study abroad for example for a year um yeah so it's just been always there you know <laughs> so where's next where are you thinking of going to next oh uh, that's a good that's a good question i don't know yet but um i think either somewhere in europe maybe australia maybe united states again um i guess we'll have to see <laughs> Interesting. Australia. Australia is an interesting answer because I can't think of a single person who'd want to move there. Not to say that that's like an insult to your decision, but why Australia? <laughs> that's like that's such an interesting response. I I would never have thought of Australia. Why why you like what what do you say that like why about Australia? Because like I've never heard anyone like yeah. I think like I don't know. I know people that would like to move there. Um. So for me, like I said, I I would never think to move there, not because I have a what have I heard of Australia? They just have a bunch of kangaroos. <laughs> um, they got big spiders. <laughs> I guess and big spiders. Yeah. On the other side of the world. Um there's nothing this is what I'll say. There's nothing that would draw me there. Like they don't to me, this is me personally as a completely ignorant human being. I don't know anything that's like there that would draw me in, if that makes sense. And again, this isn't like me going Australia sucks. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm dumb. So I can <laughs> like imagine just like deciding as that being one of the places to go to. I think it's interesting. I, I think it's actually really interesting. That's why that's why I'm curious as to why you thought of there as uh, one of the ones you'd want to spend some time in. Well, I think for me, Australia, because it's a like it's such a um like re kind of remote place fr from where i was like raised and born and I, I don't know it's just like i've seen it on pictures and and movies but i've never i, I would just see it. um yeah i think they they probably have their own culture as well yeah. <laughs> and the accent which is Funny and nice. <laughs> Australian accent. Austria. Yeah, that is true. Actually, I have an aunt who used to live in Australia. I, I know a good amount of like based on her stories. Uh, she eventually moved to Singapore because she got she felt bored there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it seems like yeah, they have nice culture and stuff. But I mean, based on her, because you know that's aunt of mine. You know, we're both from Manila, from the Philippines. Like lots of like exactly it's like anti-new york right 
Uh, but I think it's probably like depends on where you live because I think where she lived in Australia mm-hmm. was in the country, you know. So it's like saying, oh, I moved to the U.S. but I live in oh, like yeah. Kansas and I hated it. I'm just yeah, I lived in the middle of Utah. Yeah, I live in the middle of Utah. So that's kind of her experience. Yeah. Uh, so she ended up going to Singapore, which is I think fits more her personality. There's you know, it's a lot of things going on there. Uh, so I'm just curious, uh, Claudia. Like you mentioned, the reason you left is you. You, you know, the culture, which we, I think we, something we have in common. I love culture stuff as well, right? Uh, can you educate us, you know, based on your, in your perspective, in your journey, you know, from being from Poland to Spain and the United States, you've lived three countries, right? You've lived there for a few years, right? Like, what is, I guess, what is your, what did you learn? What did you learn from these different cultures, different countries uh, that you didn't know when you, before you left Poland? A lot of enthusiasm. And they just like it's the first time they see. I don't understand this whole enthusiasm, but I really like it. I think that like helped me to be that in a way that like it doesn't come up as like say or authentic, but I like it because it's like good and positive, you know. Um, and I think that that's something that like Americans are really good about, like just being like nice to each other, especially strangers that they meet wherever, um, and, and just having that. Um, positive attitude towards others, and I, I really like that in the United States. Now that is interesting. When it comes to the U.S. observation, um, so one thing I'll say, because uh, you mentioned how it seems like people here, uh, to kind of paraphrase, are more stressed, if you will, or kind of more uh, type A personality. They're more get going, if that if that makes sense. Um, and my question, I'm curious, did you did you spend much time in the South at all? Like, cause I cause I know you traveled around the U.S. I know um, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But, uh, so so that's one thing about United States. United States is like very big and and diverse, right? Yeah. I spent most of my time on the East Coast, which I mm-hmm. very um. I'd say like um, type A, like you said, <laughs> personality. But like I went, I, I I spent two months in Arizona, and um, I guess it's not like it was like different, um, like that different. But um, it was you could definitely see a different people from Arizona compared to like people from New York, for example. So I, yeah. I, I have to like admit, like it depends where you are in the United States. And also yeah. I went to New Orleans, mm-hmm. which is like, it felt very relaxed. But the thing about New Orleans is that it's like a mix of cultures. It can't really go to us and feel the, the like, culture because there is, um, there is other like hist- historical background of it there. So right yeah yeah and and i was gonna say because you and you know you touched you did touch upon that when you were talking about louisiana because i was gonna say um in the south it's like totally different from here on the east coast because i spent i spent two years in the south going to school there and um it was completely different for me because i'm so used to uh these type a personalities here where you know you're one it's all about making money right you know, trying to trying to make money and trying to just do trying to do your thing. And then I went down to the mm-hmm. south and it's like everyone moved like half uh, half as slowly as they did over here. And they didn't give a shit. 
they're going to take their time and they're going to they're going to enjoy it the whole way. And it drove me up a wall, actually. Um, and it was part of the reason why I had to go. But uh, I, I just think it's interesting because you're right. America is so big that um, you, you know, you got these totally different type of people depending on where you go. Um, and it's so diverse. I, I think it's cool. But um, yeah, that's why I was curious if you had been to the South, because I know the East Coast are gonna, is going to be totally different from Oklahoma, which is where I was at, um, versus A, Arizona, which is where you spent some time at. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that, Sancho? Yeah. It was pretty interesting. I mean, I do agree. I mean, it's I, I haven't live outside of the u.s outside i would say here in california for a few months Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like night and day culture kind of thing i mean i can you know uh you know calif cali is obviously more chill more hollywood the values are different uh you know there i think hollywood has a strong influence there or maybe vice versa like hollywood is a reflection of california culture you know i mean uh and then here you know like i said type a personality more political like dc obviously being near dc but one thing that really struck me when you talked about your experiences claudia i want to go back to the spain uh what you learned in spain right being very friendly and welcoming because exactly what that is actually filipino culture and what i'm learning is that is very similar to like hispanic culture like you know uh, me you know with my fiance in mexico and you know learning more about that culture and it seems like so is that maybe in a way that is kind of like that uh uh you know what i mean like is that us being influenced by spain right like the reason why we're very friendly we're very chill we're very welcoming we have siesta is it because it is partly because of the influences when we were being colonized right so that's something maybe i can you know think about right uh well one thing i was curious claudia so because i have this experience right yeah. like uh, when I was in the Philippines, I always had my uh, assumptions about the United States, right? Based on what you hear in the movies, based on what relatives in the U.S. tell me, you know, based on just like popular culture in general. Uh, so do, do you have those uh, assumptions in Poland and where they met when you move here? Uh, you know, was it was it something that aligned or is it something like, oh, yeah, when I was in Poland, I thought the U.S. is like this. But now that I live here, it's wrong. You know, like it just busts my misconception. So um, it's funny that you mentioned like the movies and the expectations. movies. I think I had a lot of expectations from American movies. And I actually think like many of them are real. Like, you know, those neighborhoods with pretty houses, completely true. <laughs> Huge houses, completely true. <laughs> um, uh, but, um, the school bus, uh, you know, like like how the schools are. Um, however, I think some of the things are exaggerated, like maybe like high school environment as toxic as they show it in American movies. Um, I, I would say it's it's not. Um, it's, like I think being an au pair allowed me to like kind of be able to say that no it's not i mean i i haven't gone to a high school myself in the united states but i i would say that's kind of exaggerated and if there is a high school like that then i have not like seen it you know myself um uh, what what else um i would say big cars and driving everywhere 
is all completely true. Um, as food, <laughs> I'm just like trying to think of things that you know I had like um, like st stereo about United States and coming to um, seeing that yes, this is this is kind of true. You know, um, I I, I can't think of any anything else. I'm not sure if I answered your question. Yeah, no, that that, that is ex exactly what I thought too. Uh, but is the is the Poland uh, like maybe my question because the in the Philippines we love the U.S. right? It's like very pro-U.S. kind of sentiment. <clears throat> is that similar with you? Like you like growing up, did you watch like American movies and all those things? It was that like an influencer in your life, uh, living you know living and growing up there. Uh, yes, definitely. Like I think most of the movies that are um, streamed here are American just because it's such a big industry um, so I, I definitely like all uh, like all um, imagine like what I imagined about United States was portrayed or like what I got from the movies um, but definitely like United States is, is viewed really well here too so it's, it's also like a good sentiment like you know United States, United States out, you know? so um so yeah definitely and, and I definitely grew up watching American movies American shows um this Disney channel <laughs> so my um childhood basically wow that's interesting yeah that is just yeah so I didn't I didn't even know uh they had Disney channel out in uh in Poland um I'm curious, because um, I, you know, Sancho, you've asked this a couple times of, uh, like, what did they expect when they came to the U.S.? And this was, you know, that question was typically based off, like, what they have seen and things like that. So you've asked that type of question before. And um, I kind of want to get in a little bit more on that. Um, so both of you, the, I, the general idea uh, or the general idea that I'm getting is that America was seen favorably in the uh in your particular in both of your respective countries right mm -hmm. what yeah. was so was there at any point um was it all good news that you guys saw or was there at any mm -hmm. like point this is like this is the real america and that it's not as pretty as you thought or, or did you guys would you say had a completely had a complete fantasy about what america was when you came here for lack of a better word mm. You want to go first, Claudia, or I can go first? Um, sure, I can go first. Um, so I th think, you know, we don't really hear um, that much about the United States in, in Europe. I would say, like, you know, political situation or um, just like, you know, I think um, maybe negative things about you here is, is probably like the gun violence and, you know, the drug problem over there um, um human trafficking it's, it's just like kind of going into those type of things um and also like political situation actually i was like not aware of that that until i lived in in the united states but i don't really want to go into like political stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah so, so there is definitely not only like you know perfect things about United States and, and 
United States is perfect. Like, I think we do get some negative news as well, okay. you know, but um, like, especially about, especially about like a gun violence. Gotcha. Is that, Sancho, how much did you hear about that? Um, so, okay, so gun violence is something that's kind of the most prevalent uh, when you associate bad news with uh, the U.S. Sancho, is that something you saw? Uh, well, so it's kind of different. I would say it's a different okay. perspective as okay. someone coming from a third world country, you know, in the Philippines. Uh, so, okay, so let me address the gun violence thing first. I think it just started ramping up here in, when I moved here. But when I remember hearing about the Virginia Tech shooting, I think I was still in the Philippines hearing back then. Yeah. And to be honest, yeah, I mean, it's sad. You know, I think it's a natural tragedy in the U.S. But in my perspective, I'm like, that's, I mean, not to sound fucked up but it's that's great in a way like you guys have like a shooting and it's a big national tragedy right like it's all over the news we have like shootings every day here and people getting killed and it's like treated as if it's nothing you know what i mean so it's um, for me it's like wow america is so like crazy it's so it's so like nice to live there that a shooting like this becomes a national tragedy while for us it's a normal thing you know what I mean? So you know what I mean? So in a way, in that sense, it kind of reinforces that we want to move there. It's a good, it's a great country, you know. Like, uh, you know. But I think I would say going back to what we perceive in the news. Let me go with the news, and let me go with popular media. Uh, yeah. First, with the news, I would say, you know, like here in the US, we have like the right wing news and the left wing news. I would say we get very filtered, like a hybrid left wing left wing news, right? Like we, you know, like I didn't know about pro-choice, pro-life thing, about Republican and Democrat until I moved to the to the United States, right? But when, but we, you know, but we have CNN, you know, CNN, they report on those things here, but they don't, they know they don't want to report that in the Philippines because we, they know it's a Catholic country, that's super pro-life country. So they don't even want to touch that subject, right? But I would say like our news outlets in the Philippines are very, in cohorts with like CNN, you know, the liberal mainstream media here in the United States. Like there's no, I didn't even know Fox News existed until I got here. Like there's no trace of Fox News there, but I know CNN. I know if there's an alien invasion, I'll be watching CNN. You know, like that's like, we have CNN Philippines. So I would say that's kind of like the, you know, what the news, whatever news we picked up, the news networks kind of like, you know, like CNN particularly, I would say, they would like try to pick and choose what to report. Like, I'll give you an example, right? When I was a kid in the Philippines, I was 16 during the 2008 uh, election. I was rooting for Obama. I didn't even know why, but I would watch the news and all they're showing, the, the narrative was like, first black, possible first black president. They, you know, like, oh, like he's giving great speeches. But then again, like, and then McCain is just like some old white guy who, we don't really know anything about so when i you know i mean like you know i mean like you can see the bias in the news they're kind of like that's kind of what we're getting i would say that's part of the power of the media especially for someone who has no context like me as a 17 year old filipino guy like they didn't even talk about much about the policies the only thing we hear about is more like oh if obama wins like all of our call centers all of our outsourcing you know like it's gonna be bad for my brother it's gonna be bad for my friends who work like because obama was giving promises about like uh bringing back jobs to the us right so you know so i would say like you know like the pro-choice pro-life thing that's we don't that doesn't concern us right like it's not and we don't they don't report that but something like oh they're gonna take jobs away from the philippines that's something that concerns us so those you know it's, it's a filtered version of what we get like we didn't really know much about 
you know, uh, I would say what is another issue like Occupy Wall Street or stuff like that, Black Lives Matter. That's not very relevant there. Uh, they would hear yeah, about it. You know, they would. And I think with the social with the this is like me, this is like 2009 Philippines. But I think now, uh, same with us, a lot of Filipinos are not really watching the news now. They're more getting the news through social media. So I think that filtered control kind of changed now. You know, they're learning more about Black Lives Matter and all those things because they see it on Facebook. Not And the, the, the news will probably touch on it a little bit. But, yeah, that's my experience with the news. I would say with popular culture, uh, we just, I would say we kind of low-key worship the U.S. in the sense of, like, we just like, you know, the movies. Like, my, you know, like, same with Claudia saying I grew up, like, you know, my favorite movie is Independence Day. You know, I grew up watching, like, first movie was Lion King. You know what I mean? So when you're, like, exposed to that, entertainment at such a young age it's 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 it will affect you and who you are right but i would say like we have entertainment too in the, in the philippines and and that's kind of like what's sad in the philippines right now because american hollywood entertainment is obviously and objectively better quality than what they produce in the philippines you know just because of you know the effects you know the money and everything the technology mm-hmm. uh but so it's kind of sad that the a lot of us kind of look, and I'm guilty of it too, we kind of look down on Philippine-made entertainment stuff, you know, Philippine-made movies. Like, I remember when No Way Home was, so every Christmas season, we have something called Metro Manila Film Festival. So we have a bunch of, like, Filipino uh, movies, Filipino-made movies showed on, like, Christmas time, and no other, no foreign movies are allowed. So Spider-Man was moved until, like, January. So a lot of people were mad at the Metro Manila and they're saying boycott them, boycott them because they just want to watch Spider-Man. Mm. You know what I mean? So if you think about it, that's that like, yeah, I guess, of course, Spider-Man's amazing movie. We all saw it. We want to see it. You know, it's a great movie. We want to see it as soon as possible. And we don't want to get spoiled. Like, I get that perspective. But at the same time, it's like its own people kind of turning on, turning, you know, fighting against its own industry in, in favor of like American industry. So that is a struggle that we have. Uh, and I, I would say it's just like because the product is just more quality, right? Like watching NBA finals is a lot more better than watching PBA finals. The players are better. Like it's a big deal in the Philippines when someone dunks. Like yeah. people dunk people dunk here in the park all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, that's obviously, I would say that's my perspective in that, uh, you know, at least with the U, how the U.S. kind of influenced the United States. How the U.S. influences the Philippines. The Philippines, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least for my experience. Right? Yeah. Cool. Is that is that the same, Claudia? I'm curious about Poland. Is that the same, uh, like where people would rather watch like Spider-Man versus like a Polish-made movie or, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would say we really like America. I mean, we do have our own like Polish um, film industry as well. I just feel like we're we're like... Not, um, not better. I, I guess like Polish people like watching like Polish shows because they are usually streamed on the TV. Um, but like the movies, I think we do prefer American movies. Um, at least I'm speaking from like my point of view. Um, but I mean, we we do have good movies, and you know you can go and watch them on like um, at the movie theater here in Poland. Um, I, I just feel like American movies is like something else, you know, it, it just shows you like a different story. Like you said, like you mentioned, like it's it's all about money, right? They have more money, like Hollywood and um, 
you know, it's a big industry. And meanwhile here, you know, it is a, it is a industry. Um, it is an industry, industry. however, um, it, it's not as big. So it doesn't have that much money to make it like, wow, you know? Yeah, the, the budget is, it, it's a, you can't even compare. So it's like, uh, yeah. so it reminds me of those like Bollywood movies where um, they try to do their own Indian version of like James Bond and he's sitting here flipping over cars and doing backflips off cars and it's the most obviously CGI thing, but it's a, but it's a matter of just, they just don't have the money to make it look as good as something like Spider-Man. Um, yeah. So like we laugh at it, but over there they probably take it really seriously. Well, actually, I'm actually getting into more into Bollywood lately. Uh, I've watched some films and they're actually pretty good. And I would say I'm really impressed by the people. They're good in what aspect? What do you mean by they're good? They're I watch some of them. Uh, this one, wa- I mean, I would say the movie that I watch, I would recommend it. I'll shout out to this movie called Three Idiots. I would always def- definitely, it's probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Uh, Is it, it comedy, tragedy? It's like comedy. It's like, uh, it's one of those like movies that might make you cry in the end kind of thing. It's just, it's just emotionally powerful. Gotcha. Uh, and it's like one of those movies where like, it's a it's a three hour movie. So you like, you follow their journey when they're young and they get, you know what I mean? Like they, you know what I mean? It's one of those like, I would say it's very similar feel to Forrest Gump. It's like a Bollywood Forrest Gump. You know, and Forrest Gump, he started young and, you know, and then at the end, they're like, oh, wow, that's, that's, you know, you, you just like feel it. it. Like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Uh, so, and, but that's probably like the, probably the best Bollywood movie ever, you know, <laughs> the one that I watch. But, you know, I mean, there's, there's those silly ones, but I've, I have friends from like India, like Middle East around that area. And I'm really impressed their loyalty toward Bollywood. Like they love Bollywood. I think Bollywood just have a really, and I, I don't know if you guys even know that Bollywood actually has a more, more following than Hollywood. Like Hollywood would make more money, but more people watch Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have a huge population. Yeah, because <laughs> of larger population. But at the same time, it's like you know. So I would say like Bollywood is another level. It's like it's like there's two different worlds. The Bollywood, which is I would say quality wise, Hollywood is still better overall. But they'll have they'll produce gems like Tridiats once in a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it would say like, you know, but and that's a thing, right? I feel like that's the issue with like Poland movies and Filipino movies. Like we're producing those less quality movies than Hollywood, but we're not getting the same following following Bollywood does. You know, like if you think about it, a Bollywood movie would have very similar quality as a Filipino movie. But, you know, Bollywood is I think what makes it so, so strong is its history. I think it's it's almost as old. I think Hollywood was first and then Bollywood was next. So it was able to create such a great following. And at the same time, the culture. Like if you watch a Bollywood movie, there's like a song every two seconds, every, even though it's unnecessarily. And then you see those like Indian girls dancing and stuff. You know, so it is a lot. You know, just that's trademark. That's Bollywood trademark. That's Bollywood. Yeah. So in that sense, it's very entertaining, even though it's not very, uh, it's not very I would say quality in terms of like effects and stuff, but you just laugh at it. Like, oh wow, like this is this. I mean, think about it, like you know, Indian dances are always entertaining in a movie or not, right? Claudia, what was what's your favorite American movie? Oh man, <laughs> that I that is a question that I like am not able to answer just because. I just, I just don't have a favorite movie. Like, it, it's just so hard. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it's a, uh, I don't know. Like, 
there were so many movies that I watched and, and were good. And also I'm really bad at, at like remembering all of that. And then I just, you know, if I watch a movie and I enjoy it, I'm like, I like this movie. But like, it's not like I have like this one that is like my favorite of them all, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, just how about like just one that's like memorable, you know? Just mm-hmm. Name, you know, one that is like, probably not your favorite, but one that is like, give you a strong impact. Mm-hmm. Maybe Forrest Gump. <laughs> I was actually going to ask a good you one. Yeah. Forrest Gump. When he was talking about it, I was actually going to ask you if you even knew what movie he was talking about. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, we, uh, you know, I know we've been like, it's been good chatting today, but I, I kind of want to get a little serious. I just want to ask this question to Claudia, like, especially being in Poland. So how is the, you know, the situation with the war there? Uh, how are you guys like dealing with it? You know, I know you guys are very close to Ukraine. I just, you know, I know it's it's ongoing right now. How's, how's the, how, how are you guys doing? How's that? I guess preparing for any potential, you know. So, um, um, I mean, I'm in the part of Poland that is kind of like a little bit away from that. Um, I'm more toward the center of Poland, but like on the border, on the border with Ukraine. Um, I, I know, you know, there is a lot of, of um, refugees and. Um, and you know, even like military, because they're like just there helping people, and also kind of like protecting the country just in case, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, for us, like for Polish people, I think for the rest of the country, um, I think we don't really like feel it that much. It, it, it's not like it's happening right here, right? Thank God. Um, but um, like the right now, like the only thing is like. There is a lot of um, solidarity events with Ukraine, uh, a lot of like help being organized, uh, like, I don't know, there is um, donations for Ukraine, like there is just a lot of that topic happening right now. Um, I, I have a friend um, that is Ukrainian and we studied together and, and his parents are are um in ukraine and i asked him like hey like how is the situation over there um and, and he said like his parents um sleep in the bathroom just because it's like um a little bit safer um i i don't actually know for what reason but um so you know they are not um like they're not leaving the country because all the men have to stay and so I think his mom doesn't want to go by herself. Um, but for for Poland, like mm-hmm. right now, we just have like a situation with refugees. I would say like mm-hmm. you know just a lot of refugees coming to Poland right now, and and that's what's happening in Poland. No, oh, and I heard you guys are trying to give jets to Ukraine. That's uh, did you hear about that? Uh... But they're trying to give it to through a NATO military base, but the NATO don't want to take it because it's it might get them involved with the war. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. I, I was wondering if that yeah. would wise. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. yeah I, I actually haven't heard about that. Um, I, I don't know like how true that news is or or whatever. If if mm-hmm. it's true, then yeah, it's kind of crazy. I guess I guess we. Um, I, I guess NATO shouldn't get involved. <laughs> 
or um, otherwise it, c- it could probably be bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like one of those things where like you give him, no, you give him, you give him. So it's like Poland <laughs> want to help Ukraine, but they don't want to like give it directly because they want anger Russia. So yeah, they want to yeah. give to NATO. And they want to be directly NATO involved. Give it. Yeah, I mean, isn't Poland part of NATO anyway? Mm-hmm. They just... Um, yes. You guys yeah, part of NATO, so. right? So at so. least you guys have, I guess in a way, you guys have that... Uh, confidence that if Russia attacks and they probably won't because it's gonna be the end of the world if they attack you guys basically right because <laughs> that's when they yeah, yeah I know so we don't well, want that to happen <laughs> so what is what is Ukraine's situation like what is Ukraine as a country before this because right now everybody seems to be like you know put them in a pedestal because of course they're being attacked that's how it normally happens mm-hmm. but are they actually like a democracy are they like uh you know I mean like are they what kind of country is it like is it uh you know pre pre-invasion um i i have i myself haven't been to ukraine um i think it's like the uh ukraine and poland are kind of similar however um ukraine is more like will be more similar to russia than poland i would say um but you know they're similar, and even the language is it's kind of it's kind of similar. Like Ukrainian with Polish, um, they are pretty similar. Um, but I I can't really say much about Ukraine because I haven't been there. I just know it. You know it's a pretty similar country to Poland actually. You know with with like similar architecture, buildings. And, you know obviously they have the same like cities and countryside and i think it's pretty similar to poland but i can't really like speak for sure but you guys are like a democracy as well right yeah i think we're both democratic country i mean poland is a democratic country and i i'm pretty sure ukraine is as well a democratic country okay. I, I mean they have a president right the um, I, I don't remember his name but the comedian the comedian zeldeski zeldeski yeah yeah the comedian yeah <laughs> just crazy huh? he's like a comedian now he's like kind of like an na- international figure international star yeah in a lot of ways that's good are you you know so what's next for you now are you planning your next trip or planning to stay in poland um, um so for me I, i'm actually gonna probably visit spain um okay. in april after easter mm-hmm. um and 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 I'm just like, um, you know, trying to figure out whether I'm going to like work or go and study master's degree. So I, I think I've, I've been just like trying to discern what's the next step. But I'm definitely going to go and visit some friends in, in Spain and, and maybe travel a little bit, too. OK, that's good. That's nice. And in Poland's a Catholic country as well, right? Is it like? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is a Catholic country. So like, is it? Because uh, in the Philippines, it's very like seen in the. I know it, that's kind of like the argument, right? Like the ch- separation of church and state. But it seems like it kind of very doesn't. That separation is very sl- small in the Philippines uh, because of the strong influence of the church. Is that the same thing in Poland, or is it more like there's a bigger separation? Yeah, I, I think. Um, it, well, I, I'm not really good at topics like that, but I think it, there is no separate. Well, I'm not sure, actually. I think, 
well in practice at least yeah, I, practice, I don't think yeah. there is a lot of separation, separation. um uh, you know the the government from the church actually and i don't even know like constitu like in the constitution I, I think it's separated in the constitution but then in practice it's mm -hmm. it's different but i also yeah. don't want to speak for sure because i'm really bad at this type of topics and <laughs> yeah <laughs> no yeah no thanks for just trying at least because no that's that's for me like same in the philippines where like it's in the constitution but you know like just because you know the people in the in power are catholic and you know a lot of them are religious and devout it kind of reflects on their their decision making right uh but which i think is different yeah. i mean I don't, based on my because i went to mexico you know like last year uh i was with my fiance but based on my conversation there they seem to approach it very differently there because mexico is a very catholic country as well a lot of people are catholic you know very religious but it seems like they have a stronger line like you know like yes like the people you know catholic but then in terms of like the state uh decisions it's it's the church doesn't have much say like you know i mean they have a stronger separation church and state that seems mm -hmm. to be like what i saw there and i mean based on the people i talked to there mainly like you, you know my fiance's relatives yeah so we have around five minutes left so i guess we'll we can wrap things up that mm -hmm. works for you guys so we just have our our last thoughts and uh, you know maybe things we're gonna ask Claudia last questions you have anything Ricardo or we can just wrap things up um let's see uh your time over at Spain um can you remind me again I did you go there you went there first for university right did, did I hear that right yeah okay yes gotcha gotcha and so um because one of the things I'm interested in it it is uh you know, when people talk about, you know, their experiences, where they were in, in life and stuff like that. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious about what life was like as a uh, as as a college student in Spain. Um, what was that like? Like was was because you mentioned there was a lot of like. You had a lot of fun while you were there. That's, that's a big impression I got. And, and everything was laid back. Um, so I'm interested in like was was that completely kind of the attitude was it was it also like a work hard play hard kind of environment because that's that's kind of what it's like here in the U.S. where um the students they'll sit there and they'll you know they'll they will they'll go crazy they'll pop Adderall to stay up all night to study um they'll cram for exams they, they go crazy but then the idea is that you know when they party on the weekends they party just as hard um so what is it I'm curious what it's like, uh, yeah, as a college student in, in Spain. What was that like? Um, it's a good question. I wasn't like a a, a, a big party. Uh, I wasn't like a big party person. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's it's probably the same or similar. Like people would usually, you know, party on the weekends and then school during the week. Um, also as an exchange student student like you know I had a different schedule as well so I can't really say for sure I, I think it's probably very similar however like my year abroad compared to like other two years in Poland like at college because it was three years mm -hmm. definitely it was like much uh, like much more um a lot more work in Poland than it was in Spain, <laughs> so to say. Like, 
I don't know why, but it, it was definitely um, like in Poland. I, I many times I didn't even have time to like just go out. Like I would have a lot of assignments to do on the weekends. And meanwhile, in Spain, it was it was just easier. I don't know why, <laughs> but um, I, I definitely had more time for a social life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm kind of curious with Spain. Like, I know Spain is is it the and you're from Poland, right? With you know, going back to our Catholic question, since I'm Catholic, like I'm curious about what is your experience with how you know, like coming from. Poland, which is a very Catholic country, is Spain still a Catholic country, or what is you know what is the difference between that? Is there still a lot of Catholics there and stuff? Um, yes. So my experience as a young adult in Spain, I would say I was in the south of Spain, um, in a region called Andalusia, Andalusia, and um. Uh, so I didn't meet a lot of like young adult Catholics that were passionate about their faith in Spain. Um, and as a matter of fact, when I would go to church on um, on Sunday, I would see mostly like older people, you know. So the older generation, like it, it is definitely the one that goes to church and, and is still um, a, a Catholic uh, and are still practicing Catholics. Um, however, the younger generations, like my generation, um, there's definitely many more like agnostics or atheists, and and they're really not that interesting. Interested? They they're really not that interested in Catholic faith. Um, so so that's been my experience in Spain, which. You know, I'm also Catholic, so that was kind of sad for me to see, but um, that's just their reality. But in Poland, uh, the younger generation is still going to church and stuff? Yeah, I think it's still, there is still a big percentage of people that do go to church. Um, it, it's, it is as well mostly um, older generations. However, you can definitely see a lot of young adults as well. Okay, more more than in the U.S. How about in the U.S.? It's more like in the middle kind of thing. I think it's kind of the same actually. Same. Yeah. Okay, same with Poland. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's very similar to Poland, like United States, and, and it, in that respect, it's very similar to Poland. Okay, so it's yeah, that's nice. Uh, we have a last question. Uh, I know we're wrapping up, but I want to know uh, just maybe you know, in your experience, can you share a little bit how how was your life as an au pair? You know, how was how was that like? How was your day to day, and you know, just in general? Um, so um, I was taking care of school aged kids. Um, so my life during the week was mostly, um, you know, work in the morning, then a big break during the day when the kids were at school, and then some after school work. Um, And then I was free in the evenings and on the weekends. So that was really great. Um, I I really enjoyed that. I, um, in general, I would recommend the au pair program just because I think it is such a great experience living in a different country being like inside like living 
that culture from the inside because you also live with an American family. Mm -hmm. So that is great for like improving your language, learning more about the culture. Um, and in for my life there, like apart from au pairing, I would volunteer, I would, um, I made friends. So I would go for events or just go out with friends to the city. Um, so it was so much fun. And of course, one big thing for au pairs, which is traveling. <laughs> there was also some traveling involved in my um, au pair experience. I, I visited a bunch of places in the, in the United States. I went to Canada and Puerto Rico oh, as wow. well. So, nice. yes, yeah, so that was, that was awesome. I, I would, that was definitely a great time and, and a great like, part of my life. So that's part of your, that's part of the program. They actually, uh, you travel part the different au pairs kind of thing. Um, if you want to, you don't have to travel, you know, it, it's just you, if, if you want to go somewhere, you, you can ask your friends, um, mm -hmm. if, if they want to go with you, if they have the same like days off, uh, the, you know, okay. you have like, I think two weeks off in a year. So you can go wherever you want, you know, it's basically like work. If you work, you know, you have your days off and you have yeah. um, your vacation time and you on your vacation time, you can go anywhere you want. Right. Oh, OK, that's pretty cool. Gotcha. Interesting. OK, uh, I think that's it for me. Have anything else, Ricardo? No, I just uh, I want to say thanks for uh, coming on. Appreciate your time. I, I've enjoyed our conversation. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah, thanks a lot, Claudia. And yeah, thanks for sharing your experience. Uh, it should be a should be a delight to listen to it. Uh, and we learned a lot about different cultures and just you know the journey that you've been through. And I work pretty excited and hopes you for the what's next for you. And hopefully we'll see you here again or maybe when we visit Europe, right? We can say. Oh yes, I would love that. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been to Europe, so that's something I, I really want to go to. Uh, Same. Yeah. I actually, incidentally, um, actually, my bucket list item is to go to Spain and to watch, um, I don't know if you follow soccer at all, but uh, watch Real Madrid versus Barcelona play. Um, that is... If oh, I yes. That, a Clasico. <laughs> yeah, a Clasico, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I checked that bucket list watching a Spurs game here in the United States. So. <laughs> there you go. And Tom Brady. We watched him before. And Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. We, had a, we had a podcast <laughs> about that. Shout out to that lunch session after we yes. watched the GOAT yes. and the, the Washington football team, also known as the Commanders, beat him. Yeah. But uh, anyway, thanks, everyone. Uh, you know, as always, if you want to send us an email, any comments, uh, we're on Facebook. You can search us at Public Discourse. We also have an uh, email address called publicdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, I just wish everyone a wonderful morning, afternoon or evening and have a, have a good night. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye bye.